Assalamu alaikum. Audu billahi minashaitan rajim. Bismillahi rahman rahim. Ashadu in la ilaha illallah. Wa ashadu anna muhammadan rasulullah. We openly bear witness that there is no God but Allah. And Muhammad is our prophet, Allah's messenger and servant to mankind. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And as always, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for blessing us on the beautiful days of Juma, Friday. And we ask Allah to bless us in our speech, in our behavior, in our attitude, and all the rest of those things that go along with that kind of spirit. Uh, today we'd like to speak on freedom. We know that this week, next weekend is, is here in the United States of America is Independence Day. And many countries have independence, independence from colonial powers or whatever the case might be. And uh, America have their independence July 4th. And that will be 244 years of the establishment of the United States of America proper. And we have to keep these things in mind because they're important. We, we Americans and we're speaking about something that's very important. We're speaking about freedom and independence. This is independence. Independence from who? Independence from England here in the United States of America. And the topic that we'd like to address to this is La ilaha illallah. No God except the one God, Allah. Alhamdulillah. And if we keep that uppermost in our mind, we could put everything in perspective. Because any khutbah, any lecture, is always should be directed to the Quran and the Sunnah of Muhammad. And it's very important. And there are many events that's taking place around us. And uh, it all goes back to God. All goes back to Allah. So when we're talking about Independence Day, July 4th, 1776, and the establishment of the Constitution of the United States of America, it signed off on a Constitution, and as we mentioned earlier, that they were at war. United States of America was at war with England. The original Americans are English people, same people. They had a revolution. They beat the English in the revolution, and then they established their own Constitution for their independence away from England. That's a, a beautiful picture, especially for, for the Americans. And they put a lot of information into that Constitution to keep America away from what England had imposed upon them. And uh, we have to understand that because it's very, very important because the time that we're living in today, 244 years later, it looks like the same thing that England had put upon America, or early Americans, is the same thing that's happening today in our society. And we have to be conscious of these things. And in this uh, Declaration of Independence that was prescribed by the founding fathers of that time, <clears throat> there were three very important, more than three, but I think I'm going to mention two or four, maybe four, in this uh, Declaration of Independence. They declared their independence. They the founding fathers got together, they established this document for American lives to exist at that particular time, 1776. Today is 2020, 244 years later. But in that document, this is what 
is, is pinned. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Now keep, keep in mind it's 1776. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. That they are endowed by their creator, which is God, with certain unalienable or God-given rights. Among them, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's a beautiful picture, 1776, right? And then the inalienable rights, God-given rights, religion, God, religion, the Bible, the Torah, the Quran, everything in there that God directed, he says, you are endowed by your creator with certain God-given rights, right? Among them, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So that's the freedoms that the Americans had. Quite naturally, they enjoyed these beautiful freedoms. They're enjoying them right now. And that's why we say that in these United States of America, everybody should be seeking life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's why so many immigrants come to this country, because of this document right here. And then it goes on to say, which many times we miss, we don't read it, we just stop at among them life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And it says, whenever any government becomes destructive to these ends, which we just mentioned, he said, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and institute new government. He said, we have a right. <laughs> and this is by Allah, but this is also by the document that was created 1776 by the founding fathers. So whenever the government becomes corrupt and come away from these beautiful words in this constitution, then the American people have a right. And see, keep in mind that in 1776, we weren't considered, African-American people weren't considered to be uh, citizens of the United States of America. So in reality, it didn't apply to us. But in the year 1865, now, regardless to what they say, when they issued the Emancipation Proclamation, the freedom of the slave, this also applied to us. So what, is we, what are we saying? What applies to us? He said, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Are we being created equal today? I'll leave that to your own judgment. That you are endowed by your creator with certain unalienable, God-given rights. Do we have that? I'll leave that to you. Among them, life, liberty, and, the, and your being able to pursue happiness in the United States of America. So if your conclusions come to that and you say no, then in the document it says, whenever any government becomes destructive to those ends, it is the right of the people. And we are the people. We are legal citizens of the United States of America to alter or abolish it and institute new government. Alhamdulillah. Ain't that a beautiful thing? Right in the document, right? So even, I'm a Muslim, right? and I say uh, I live by Islamic law. And if I had a strong, uh, if there was a strong following in these United States of America, and we say, hey, man, we want to change we want to change it to, to a Christian government. We want to change it to a Jewish government. We want to change it to an Islamic government. 
we have the doctrine right here to give that support. But if the government becomes corrupted, we have a right to change it, abolish it, and bring in a new government that's satisfactory to the people. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And then again, also there's something that is controversial in our society today, the Pledge of Allegiance, right? Pledge of Allegiance came about in 1892. We were free then, free as slaves, free from slavery. I wouldn't say we were free, but nonetheless free from slavery. And the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag, given a, a pledge of allegiance to this flag, right? And it says, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That's controversial, right? Where's the liberty and the justice? When you look in our society today, you see uh, Af African-American people, especially, where's the justice? Where's the liberties that we have in this society? We look in the prison system, two, two and a half million people incarcerated in prisons in America, maybe over half of them are African-Americans. Where's the justice, right? So how can we pledge allegiance to a flag that doesn't offer what the pledge presents? We have to think about these things. We're not robots. We don't just stand up and do things just because somebody said that we should do it because it says we have inalienable rights that God gave us to stand up for freedom, justice, and equality. That's the law of God. And this is why we named this topic La ilaha illallah, Muhammadan Rasulullah. No God except God. The authority is God. The authority is God according to the Constitution of the United States of America, the authority is God in all religions for all people. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And then in, I believe I was in maybe the fifth grade, I'm not sure, early, early on, in uh, 1954, and President Eisenhower, President Eisenhower made an addition to the Pledge of Allegiance. He says, uh, one nation under God. See, God wasn't in the Constitution prior to that, of, or the Pledge of Allegiance, excuse me. And he added it by act of Congress. He says, uh, <clears throat> under, one nation under God. I recall Imam Warthi Muhammad saying some years ago that they added that because they had a, a Cold War going on with a communist country, I believe it was Russia, and Russia didn't believe in God. And here's the, the, the institution or the leadership for the free world, and they didn't even have God in the Constitution or in the Pledge of Allegiance. So they added it. So the, this, this system, see, you don't add anything to the Quran. The Quran is clear. That's it. As Allah revealed it, that's it. If you made a mistake, there is no mistake. You say, well, you had to change it because God made a mistake. God don't make mistakes. But in our constitution, in our uh, declaration, in our laws and rules here, they're altered, they're changed. And now they've gotten to the point where they don't represent what the original founding fathers established in the first place. So now what are we going to do next week? Or what are you going to do next week, Friday and Saturday? 
go out and cook hot dogs and play basketball and do all of those kinds of things. But we should be taking that time to read the Declaration of Independence and study the Pledge of Allegiance because what are we talking about? Independence. I want my independence, brother, believe me. And this is why we say, La ilaha illallah. And if we understand it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless us. Allah is the best knower. <clears throat> and then coming from that, in the history, in our history of independence for African Americans, <clears throat> you know, we have an independence too. We Muslim. We started in the nation of Islam, right? Under the leadership of uh, Ambalaja Muhammad, Farad Muhammad, right? Came to North America in July 4th, 1930, right? And what did he come? Independence for the black man. He said, in America, prior to that, he says that the, 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 the institutions, even in Christianity, the Christian institution, said that the black man was cursed black. They call him Ham in the Bible. He was cursed black to save, serve white people. Now, you can ask any Christian. They'll tell you the same thing. Many of them who study the, the Bible. And then Farad Muhammad, Ambalaj Muhammad came, and they, they came to destroy that myth, destroy that idea that was projected into society. And then he says that the black man, the white man is not God, the black man is God. That's what the whole teaching, the black man, the, the black man is God, and the white man is the devil. So what did he do? He reversed the psychology, right? And then I recall it in my lifetime, I recall that the Envelage Muhammad said at the end of his mission, he said that there is a Caucasian man sitting up here on my podium, and he never had a Caucasian on the podium. They weren't allowed in. And he said, if he treats you with respect, treat him with respect. So what did he do? After that whole period from 1930 to 1975, he destroyed his whole mission. He said, if he treats you with respect, treat him with respect. So what was the nation of Islam all about? The nation of Islam was all about destroying those negative myths that they put up against the African-American people, that the white man was superior to the black man. And the message, the message to the black man, it said that the black man was superior to the white. And we go back and forth with this kind of language, but nonetheless, this is a period that we have to clarify because this was a period that took place in the history of America. So, so the psychology was to establish July 4th, 1930 as an independent day for African Americans in the United States of America. Independent from white. From what? Indivis independent from white rule. Alhamdulillah. You got a beautiful picture? It is for me. Matter of fact, if it continued on, we probably would have destroyed ourselves. But the Ambalaja Muhammad destroyed his own mission around the 1970s. And he knew that there was a new movement coming into existence. And it was one of his son, Imam Warathi Muhammad. Not so much Imam Warathi Muhammad, but Al-Islam. The Quran, the Sunnah of Prophet Muhammad. The words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah. La ilaha illallah Muhammadan Rasulullah. Right? There is no God but Allah. And Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. What is that? 
total independence, right? Total independence. Matter of fact, total independence for everyone. And this is why it's one of the responsibilities of Muslims who say that, who, who utter that term or that statement, la ilaha illallah, we have a responsibility to call all mankind back to that idea. La ilaha illallah, no God but God. And destroy all images and idols and symbols and signs that suggest that this is something of worthy of worship when there's nothing worthy of worship except Allah. That's the true independence. Now we have true independence for the whole of mankind all over the world. And they work hard to try to discredit Islam because they understand what Islam represents. Islam means peace, but it also means submission. It means to submit your will to do God's will. And this is something that God put in the nature of all human beings. And once you submit your will to do God's will, now we are an independent people living under the rule of God, not the rule of man, because the rule of man should be the rule of God. But man makes his own laws and makes his own rules to the point where man have even gotten away from his own constitution. To be, and now we see the world is in chaos, especially here in America. Just last week we had issues of race issues. Right? People are marching throughout America, throughout the whole world, just based on race issues in America. And people are tearing down statues and idols and things of that nature. They're pulling down these fake leaders and standing up representing themselves as leaders in America and leaders in the world. They're pulling down these idols, uh, images of, of a god, a white god, white image of God. So we see that the world is changing. And the world is changing because the people are taking on the idea of the Constitution of the United States of America. It says, whenever any government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and institute new government. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And we have a right. We have a God-given right to do that. Now, quite naturally, some of us have been so confused by who's in charge and who's in authority in the world that fear enters into our heart. Well, how did the American people gain their independence in the first place? They were religious people. They were people who studied the Quran. They were people who studied the Bible, who studied the Torah. And a lot of times we like to mention about one of the founding fathers. He has a Quran, right? Matter of fact, one of our Muslim brothers from Minnesota, when he took office, he took his pledge on this particular uh, uh, founding father's Quran. Where did he get a Quran? Why did he have a Quran? Because the Constitution is based on the Quran. It's based on parts of the Bible, parts of the Torah, parts of the Holy Quran. It's, it's a God-inspired Constitution that we allowed to get away from us. So we have to put things in perspective. So the only way we'd be able to put it in perspective is not by guessing or trying to figure things out, by studying the Constitution, by studying the religion, by studying all of these documents, these important documents, by studying the nation of Islam. For us, 
And if you have another lifestyle where you came from, study it and see how much freedoms that you have in there based on no God but God. And once we come to that conclusion, Allah or God will bless us in this life and also in the afterlife. Say he is Allah, the one and only Allah, the eternal, absolute. He begets not, nor is he begotten, and none is like him. Amin. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytana rajeem, bismillahi rahman rahim ash-shadu in la ilaha illallah, wa ash-shadu anna muhammad al-rasulullah. We openly bear witness that there is no God but Allah, and Muhammad is his messenger. Alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen. So we see in United States of America, July 4th, 1776, July 4th, 1930 to 1975. And from 1975, we came into the clear light of understanding, uh, studying the Quran, the, the word of Allah, putting things in perspective. And now each and every one of us have a responsibility to go out and call mankind back to what Allah created in the first place. How did Allah create us in the first place? Did he create us as a racist body of people, one fighting against the other? No, he created us as one human society, one human people for the good of all, right? Everybody working in unison for the good of all. We get caught up in colors. We get caught up in racism. But Allah didn't create these things for that purpose. He created us different so we may know one another. We can straighten out our own problems, right, with the help of Allah. Many of these corrupt leaders and governments, etc., is leading us down the road to destruction so they can live the beautiful life on this earth in control of the mind and the heart and the spirit of mankind. So when Islam comes, it comes to break that. We have a responsibility to stand up and break the controls that man have established over mankind and put it in perspective. And the perspective that we're talking about is there is no God except the one God, Allah. Alhamdulillah. And once we get to there, we have arrived. And quite nicely, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the best knower. And in closing, I'd just like to say we mentioned about uh, July 4th, uh, this next weekend, and uh, next weekend, we probably have in this society, unfortunately, and it happened already, I've seen it in the newspaper, people blowing off their arms with fire, fireworks. I saw a lady in the, in the Bronx, somebody put it uh, on the roof, they blew up a big bomb and burned the whole house, the whole top of the house down. The lady lost everything that she had. We know it's gonna be more murders on that, on that day, July 4th, right? We know there's going to be more, we probably eat more pork and drink more whiskey and alcohol and drugs on July 4th than probably any other day, right? We missed the point. If we're celebrating the birth date of something that's very precious, then we should put it in the right perspective. And if we don't understand what the perspective is, independence. Independence means to be free.
to be free only for God, to be free for God. That's what it means. But then when you start adding pork, whiskey, sex, firearms, fire, bombs, and all the rest of these things, it's taking the whole picture away from free for God because God condemns all of these things, pork and whiskey and wine and chasing women and all the rest of these things in religion, an individual who's engaged in those kinds of things, he's incarcerated in his mind, his heart, and his spirit. An individual who's free from these things, he have gained his own independence. And we don't have to wait for America to give us that. I recall a brother, he was in jail for 45 years. They put him in jail for 45 years. And he was an activist, right? He didn't kill anybody or anything else. And then when they interviewed him, when he got out of jail, he said he was always free while he was in jail. Matter of fact, he said he was more free in jail than he was when he was a free man in society. What, was he, what did he mean? He, mean? he meant that he had in the independence in his soul, in his heart, in his spirit. He was an individual, individual, because he gave his soul to God. And if we can understand that, then quite naturally we'd be free also. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala quite nasty is the best knower. So we thank you and ask you to, you know, look out for your children, your family, your property on this weekend, and stay in obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do the best you can to help your fellow man. And we ask Allah to guide us on the way that is straight. Ameen. Maliki Yomadin, Iyaka Nabudu, Wa Iyaka Nastain, Idina Sarata Mustakin, Sarata Latina Namta Alehim, Gayril Makdubi Alehim, Walid Dolin, Amin Kabbalah.